0: Grilling season is here and you may be looking for the perfect wine pairing for your delicious summer cooking. The Federalist offers a lineup of American craft wines that are bold, full-bodied, and crafted with as much quality and character as the men they celebrate. Each bottle featuring audacious takes on traditional styles. The Federalist is the perfect companion to anything that you're grilling up tonight. You can use promo code TDF20 To get 20% off your first bottle at uncork.com. Cheers, everyone. To Dine For the podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. For 115 years, American National has remained committed to helping people and communities make a real difference in their lives. American National supports great local community organizations led by the kind of people you hear about on To Dine For people who are inspired to make a difference and inspire others in return. American National's philosophy is helping where it's needed helps us all. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write, and the states in which they're licensed, visit americannational.com dine. Hi, everyone, and happy Labor Day. This podcast is a little bit different today because we are celebrating 100 episodes of To Dine For the podcast. Can you believe it? I can't. (laughs) This started in September of 2020, and we have not missed a week in two years. Oh my gosh. It has been an amazing journey. And if you have been listening from the very beginning, When we started on the south side of Chicago at Josephine's Southern Cooking with Jamal Cole, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of this journey. Today's podcast is going to be different because I'm reflecting back on these 100 episodes and really trying to extrapolate some of the lessons that I personally have learned from all of these guests and put them in a way that makes sense to you if you have been a loyal listener of this program i'm sure you have a favorite podcast or a favorite guest um, that's been on the program i would certainly love to hear from you my email is to dine for tv at gmail.com and i'd love to hear what i can do differently moving forward as i begin the next 100 podcasts of to dine for the podcast this Podcast started really at the very beginning of the pandemic. Remember March, 2020? Oh, when everything was shutting down, the world was going crazy. We didn't know which end was up. You know, I created a show on PBS called To Dine For, and I traveled to restaurants around the country to interview these visionaries and creators in their favorite restaurant. And I panicked. I was like, what am I going to do? Am I even going to have a livelihood? Am I even going to be able to do this anymore? It was a bit extreme, but that's what panic is, right? And I thought, is there a way to create these conversations, the same kind of conversations that we have at the restaurants, but to do it virtually? And that's where I got the idea for the podcast. And we started you know, several months after that. We did some remotely, some in restaurants in the Chicago area because we couldn't really travel. And one step in front of the other, this is what happens for two years later. You know, if you're thinking about heading in a different direction yourself, I mean, it really is small steps in the right direction that get you there. And to be honest, I'm still figuring this all out. And so when I talk about the things that I've learned from all these guests on the podcast, they're things that I need to hear too myself. So please never think that I feel like I have all the answers because I certainly do not, but I'm with you and I'm on this journey with you and I'm learning right alongside you when I'm listening to the guest and sharing this in the podcast. So today I wanted to share the top three things I've learned from the visionaries, creators, and founders that I have interviewed on To Dine For The Podcast. And between the podcast of 100 episodes and the TV show, I have interviewed more than 140 CEOs, founders, artists, visionaries. So I have really absorbed a lot of information. (laughs) And first of all, thank you for allowing me to share a little bit about what I've learned from all these conversations. So I'm just going to dive in. Okay. The first lesson that I've learned is there is always another way. And it's up to you to find it. And the reason why I start with this Lesson is because I find it personally so inspiring and so empowering and so universal. Because at any given point in your life, in my life, I really feel like everyone finds themselves stuck. They feel uninspired, not happy. You fill in the blank of how you feel, right? Feel free to use an expletive, but it's not good. And just the knowledge that at any point you have the power to change the course of your life to me, is a message of great hope. There is always another way, another path to go down, another room to walk into, another career to dive into, another challenge to confront. And I find that extremely exciting and empowering. So if you're someone who's actually still in the stuck phase and feeling uninspired, I will say to you, Me too. Right. I understand that. I've been there at multiple points in my career. And if you need inspiration, you know, you look no further than the 100 podcasts of people who have truly found a different path and they've done it through trial and error and hard work and figuring it out. I think about author. Emily Giffen, who was stuck in a legal career that she hated. She had gone to law school. She would gotten that job at that fancy law firm in New York. And and she said, gosh, this is not for me. And she decided to write a book. Many years later, it goes on to be a New York Times bestseller. And now she is the best-selling author of, I believe, eight books. But her story really stuck with me because I think of people who feel stuck in a career. And they say that, you know, at least... of people in the workforce right now feel that way. So I really think that these conversations on To Dime For The Podcast are extremely relevant. And, you know, you pick up what you want to pick up, right? You pick up the lesson maybe you feel like you need to hear. And the fact that there is always another way is one that really has stuck in my head. I think of 13-year-old Gitanjali Rao. Uh, She was a guest on the to dine for and on the podcast and the show. And, you know, when she was 12 years old, she is watching the Flint Water Crisis on television, on the news. And she thought to herself, why can't there be a device that tests lead levels in water so that people know they're getting sick? You know, a Flint Water Crisis, everyone was getting sick in that town. Officials were doing very little. And, you know, at 13 years old, she says, I think there's a better way. I think there's another way, and I'm going to create a device that could help. And she did. She'd never been to Michigan. She'd never even met the people of Flint. But she knew there was another way to change the course of their lives. And she thought maybe she could solve it. And I think that sort of innocence and that wonder of a bright young woman in living in Colorado with her with her parents and her brother— to me has always been so inspiring because I may never be as smart as Gitanjali Rao, but we all have the ability to realize there's another way and another path we could go down. And the question is, do we have the courage to walk down that path? You know, Here's another story. Sarah Blakely of Spanx, you know, she was selling fax machines door to door. And one day she just broke down and said, there has to be a better life out there. (laughs) She was not particularly good at selling fax machines. She said she was in her car. She said, cut, call the director. I'm in the wrong movie. And it was soon after that, that she began to pursue this crazy idea of cutting the feet off pantyhose to make Spanx, which is a shapewear garment that makes women look more slender in their clothes. It's a genius idea. It was trial and error. It was a very rocky road. But after years of grinding, you know, it led her to become the first self-made female billionaire in the world. And it was really, at its core, her story is saying to herself, there's another way and going after that way. I think of playwright Katori Hall, who wrote the Tina Turner musical. She also is currently writing P Valley. And she knew there was no one in the world of playwrights currently that was creating the characters she wanted to see on stage. Diverse, complex, multicultural. She knew there was an entire world of stories that were not being told. And she knew she had to write them herself. There's always another way. When I interviewed T.D. Jakes, um, Pastor T.D. Jakes, or Bishop T.D. Jakes, he's founder of the Potter's House, which is a megachurch in Dallas, Texas, he said something to me that really stuck. He said, the quickest way to get over what went wrong is to imagine what could go right So if you find yourself stuck thinking about something that went wrong over and over and over again, who hasn't done that? It's like we kind of, we're hoping to solve the problem in reverse and it never works. What about imagining what could go right? Okay, so that's the first lesson I learned. The second lesson I learned is one that I personally am doubling down on my life, not only with the show and with the podcast, but also in my career. So that is great storytelling is an underrated skill. And the people who are able to know who they are, know their story and communicate it effectively, really have an advantage over those who don't. Now, I have to have full disclosure here. So some people know this, but not everyone does, that I have started to take private clients in the media training, storytelling, and presentation skills training arena. I hate using the term media training. I've just never liked it because, like, I think of robots who only say what they're supposed to say and, you know, aren't really authentic. So, um, someone called me a communications coach recently. I kind of like that. So, I've been taking these private clients, and I will tell you, it is some of the most personally meaningful work that I have done to date. And that is, Helping people truly hone their story, know their strengths, know what their story is, and be able to really command a room when they tell it. And one of the things I, I do with these clients, and a lot of them are founders, CEOs, some people just want to do, you know, give a better presentation, be better on Zoom. The first thing I say is to lean into who you already are. I think there's this perception, especially in the world of presentation and communication, that you have to be something you're not. And people have such anxiety over speaking. And there's a lot of psychology behind why. But the most effective people from a presentation standpoint really lean in to who they are, their passion, and their purpose. And that's kind of what I do is try to help people identify what that is. A lot of people don't even know what their strengths are. You know, we can always see people more clearly than they can see themselves. And so sometimes it takes someone uh, really listening to your story to be able to help you identify your strengths. In any arena, if you want people to know you, you have to open up your mouth and share your story. It is in doing this that you engender trust and connection And people really need both in order to do something meaningful with you. And I mean anything, like have a relationship, buy from you if you're a salesperson, if you're in the legal world, persuade someone, if you are a teacher to be able to really share a story that grounds home a point and really teaches someone. I mean, it crosses every single discipline. But from watching the guests on the program, listening to them, helping kind of carve out their story for them. I have learned to see what really works and what doesn't. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I interviewed Deepak Chopra in New York City at this amazing Jean-Georges restaurant called ABC Kitchen. If you live in New York, you no doubt have eaten there. It's really farm-to-table, just delicious, beautiful, too. We sat at Deepak's table. He, he actually has an office above ABC Kitchen. He said that in the interview, so I don't think he would mind me saying that. Uh, but I asked him, what is the number one spiritual lesson that everyone needs to learn? And without hesitation, he said, know thyself. And I thought that was really interesting because when I asked the entrepreneur, also in New York, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, we were a- eating at the famed White Horse Tavern which is really undergoing this amazing renaissance uh, from a culinary perspective. Eitan Sugarman bought it several years ago and has really done an amazing job at kind of reimagining the White Horse Tavern. I asked Gary what is one of the most underrated qualities in business, and two things came up for him. One, he talked about how storytelling is essential, which is gets to the heart of what I'm saying here. But he also said self-awareness is a hugely underrated quality because when you know who you are, what you value, and why you want to do what you want to do, you really are unstoppable. He also made a secondary point that I want to mention, and that is that when you know what you don't want, that is very helpful too. And that's true. We always think about what do we want, but we know what we don't want is actually a little bit easier sometimes because it saves people time, energy, energy. And focus, and if you're able to focus, is when things can really get done. I mean, how many of you feel unfocused, right? I'm raising my hand right now. I'm incredibly, I have a lack of focus at this month because my kids just went back to school and kind of all over the place. But focus is so important, so powerful for getting anything done of value. So that is what I will say, that owning your story, knowing how to tell it well is a theme I see across all of these podcasts. You know, speaking of Sarah Blakely, I felt like she is such a flawless storyteller. Go back and either watch that show, it's on Amazon Prime, or you can listen to the podcast. I always felt with that interview that I literally could have been a cardboard cutout <laughs> and the, and it would have been just as good. I don't know if that speaks to my lack of uh, reporting skills or lack of interviewing skills or just how fabulous And flawless she is, but she's really a master storyteller and a great person to listen to when it comes to figuring out how to tell a great story. You know, you'll never have Sarah Blakely's story. I mean, no one will, but you have your own. And how can you lean more into who you are and what your story is? It's a lifelong journey, but it's really one worth taking. Sarah Kaus of Swell Bottles, Jacqueline Johnson from Create and Cultivate, two dynamic, incredible women, one, creating these beautiful, environmentally friendly water bottles. That's Sarah Kaus of Swell and Jacqueline Johnson from Create and Cultivate creating an event-based company for creators and entrepreneurs. You know, both of those women know their story and they are masters at effectively communicating it. So anyway... That's the point. That's my second one. Great storytelling is such an underrated skill. And the next and final lesson that I have learned, which is, I tried to think really big here because, you know, we're all trying to find, you know, what is the meaning of life, right? Like everyone is on a journey of a different kind, but at the end of the day, we all want to know why we're here. And are we are we doing this thing called life? Right. Right. Are we are we are we doing it right? Am I doing it right? And how do you find meaning in life? Well, what I've learned from listening to these creators and visionaries is that meaning is personal and really it only matters what matters to you. Right. You give meaning to life. Life does not give meaning to you. What do I mean by that? Well, I think of Danny Meyer, who was on the podcast. He is the founder of the Union Square Hospitality Group. He has spent his life perfecting the art of great hospitality, making people feel something when they dine at his restaurants. That's what gives him meaning, right? Suzanne Mushin of Bonfire, who in, who I interviewed in Chicago at this really quirky, wonderful place called Milt's Barbecue for the Perplexed. Suzanne cares deeply about the lives of young female professionals and owning their power in the workplace and how to advance and how to navigate and negotiate the workplace environment and to advance. I said advance twice, but it is part of the ethos of Bonfire. Her work at Bonfire is meaningful to her because her entire career has brought her to understand the need for this kind of teaching, mentoring, and uplifting. And that is what is meaningful to her. If you are looking for podcasts about finding meaning, if, if you personally are on a search for meaning, listen to Nate Mook of World Central Kitchen. He's leading the charge over there, along with Jose Andres. Wow, what a story of finding meaning in life. I mean, Jose Andres was one of the most premier celebrity chefs. He, As he said, he cooked for the wealthy but now he feeds the many, and he has found meaning in service and giving back. And I think that really leads me to point three A and B, which is that when you create a life you love, it is priceless. But when you can create a life that helps others, that inspires others, that in some way adds to their life, then you have truly found something that is bigger than yourself, right? You are creating ripples for eternity and it is not only meaningful to other people, but it is even more deeply meaningful to yourself. So, Franklin Leonard of The Blacklist, he wanted to create a more equitable approach to telling the stories of Hollywood, right? Uh, Previously, there were these gatekeepers keeping out so many people, so many diverse and unique voices, uh, writers, and he wanted to break down the walls that it took to get a Hollywood script read and a Hollywood movie made. And his effort towards social justice and a more creative landscape, that is meaningful to him. That is his why, and he finds meaning in that. I will say some of the most successful and most actualized humans double down and lean in to what is meaningful to them. So I would ask you, what is meaningful to you? You know, that's different from purpose. It's different from what do I want to do with my life? When you can identify what's meaningful to you, it's actually a little bit easier of a question because we all have something that is meaningful to us. We don't, we didn't know it was our passion. We didn't know it's our path. And maybe it's not, but maybe it is, right? Right. Just a thought there. I urge you to listen to Chris Gray's podcast about creating scholarly and helping college students find all the money in college scholarships. His story is incredible. Or Adan Gonzalez in Texas with the Puerta Network, Cisa Puerta. His work in Dallas and his heart for giving is really one to listen to and to take note of. John Bon Jovi, we interviewed him um, for the show and he is a literal rock star. And his most meaningful work is at Soul Kitchen where he can give back. And you find him very often during the pandemic, you found him every day at Soul Kitchen cleaning dishes and helping create a restaurant that gives a warm, wonderful restaurant quality meal to anyone Regardless of their ability to pay. And that is work that he personally finds meaningful. I interviewed Leila Jana on the first season of To Dine For. She created Sama Source. She has since passed away. But Sama in Sanskrit means same, um, we're one, and that her work to help people find a great paying job in third world countries lives on. And her why behind. What she did is really, um, I think, what anyone who knew her will remember forever. Getting to your story, finding out why you do what you do is all part of the journey to find meaning in life. And it has been an absolute honor to tell these stories to interview these guests if you are a a former guest and you are listening thank you thank you for taking the time out to be on to dine for the podcast to share your story and to be self-aware enough to extrapolate a few lessons from your journey to help others i'm always constantly thinking to myself what is the listener learning here and if the conversation has gone far enough and and there's nothing, I I quickly try to turn it because really at the end of the day, it's about the listener. It's about, you know, what are you learning? Are you having fun? Are you enjoying the conversation? When I started the podcast, I I wrote a, a list called The Mission and Values of To Dine For. And they are still the same today. To celebrate success over food. To learn more about the person through their favorite restaurant. And to inspire the world through the stories of creating... And creativity. My final mission and value is to find the magic in every day and to focus, dwell, and savor in that magic because, you know, we all have this one life to live. And are we living it in the best possible way? That's the mission of the podcast, of the show, and of what I am currently working on. And I'm just so thankful to have you along for this ride. I am so thrilled to share what we have coming up. Like this fall is going to be epic. I am sitting on 11 interviews that have yet to drop and they are good. In fact, I'm good almost all the way to Christmas. I have so many great conversations waiting to drop. They are incredible. And they really range from Chris Moon, the head of the James Beard Awards, to Naomi Shaw, Oh, what a tremendous young female founder of an entertainment company called Meet Cute. Just an incredible story. And so many great episodes coming your way that I know you're gonna love. So 100 episodes, cheers. Thank you for listening. And I hope you're with me for the next 100. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening to To Dine For The Podcast. For more information on the show, the guests, and the podcast, head to todinefortv.com. You can find us on Instagram at todinefortv and Facebook at with Kate Sullivan. Thanks to the sponsors of To Dine For the Podcast, American National, and Terlato Wine Group. Special thank you to producer and sound editor John Golner. To the loyal followers of this program, cheers, stay hungry, and stay inspired. I'll see you back at the table soon.